0: Think you're gone Because you're not going out the way you came in, you deluded duck eating cunt. Yeah! Talking to me about the laws of the jungle. What was it? Something about being beneath me? Silver on back? Yeah! There's only one rule in this fucking jungle. When the lion's hungry, he eats. Live and eat color. Live and eat color. Very black and in the photo, but really. Hey everybody, welcome in to a Sunday evening recording of the... Analysis! We're Matt and Bob, we're here to pod. Bob, you ready to
1: get potty proud? I'm feeling pretty pretty proud right now, how you doing?
0: Uh, yeah, do me a favor, do me a favor, Ray, uh, get body proud. Hey, fuck you, and fuck your proud potty, okay? Come on, do something, make it funny! (laughs) Um... Uh, We're gonna be talking about the gentleman you just walked out of the theater. Essentially, Uh, I saw it opening night. Um, Just happened to be free, and uh, very glad I did. I I thought it was super fun. You were uh, so
1: fired up, you went and gave personal reviews on your Instagram. I know, spoiling all your takes.
0: Hot takes are too hot. So if you guys aren't double
1: dippers in the uh, social media for the analysis and Matt Hayes, these will be fresh takes. But you were
0: fired up, man. I believe that's two people who probably experienced uh, experience both circles. Carrie
1: Hayes. Carrie Hayes. By the way, which Carrie Hayes? Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Carrie Hayes, your mother, or Carrie Hayes, the chick that slept with everybody in the CMU theater program? Because they're the they're same both, name.
0: They're, they're both huge fans. Okay. <laughs> um, so what are your, uh, you're not really a Guy Ritchie apologist. Uh, no, not, not,
1: not like you, because, well, you're an English turd. And you very much t- dress, or you you aspire to dress like Matthew McConaughey in this movie.
0: Oh, lo- love the outfits in this film. I mean, you know, oh. uh, you can talk you can talk about uh, Little Women all you want, but uh, the gentleman, the outfits. The Colin
1: Farrell tracksuit <laughs> jumpsuit shit was it track was shoot, a little royal with
0: yeah. It was. It was. But it was. It's much more fashionable. I think it had like a gingham plaid tracksuit with a uh, a peaky blinders flat top i'm already starting uh,
1: to brainstorm halloween i want to do halloween in la every year this year or every year yeah the, and uh that would be a, a smashing a very uh hard to tell halloween costume but
0: uh i think that'd be a great one though that'd be so funny God. um those like turtle shell tortoiseshell glasses hugh grant would be a pretty good one to be able to nail down yeah anyway now nah, now nah, nah play a game with me raymond um, I can't get into the heroes and zeros. Um, what? Uh, what do you think? Do you like it? Yes. What's... Yes.
1: So you're going into this, and you're going. Is is this going to be the triumphant return to Guy Ritchie? Because he's really fallen off the the beaten path, pretty much in my opinion, since Sherlock. But he, uh, you're you're hoping, and you're hoping he gets back to just what he does best, which is the the super tight dialogue and complicated, he's the British Tarantino. Yeah, the complicated plot, but it's really fun to unravel at the same time. Like lots of different players all moving at different parts of the movie, and definitely is a is more of the Guy Ritchie throwback. So I was I was very happy. I'm I'm assuming I, I I've heard your takes already, but you're uh, on the same page.
0: Yeah. Well, I I was just. It, you know it's one of the it's one of those movies you have to have a smile on your face the whole time and it's it's one of those movies where the people involved are just having such a blast. Oh, British yeah. actors love to play gangsters, um, especially you know when they're working with Guy Ritchie and the script is good. I mean he's got he's got Brad Pitt. He's worked with uh, Idris Elba. Um, fucking uh, who's the guy that was well, the from, Stathams and yeah the uh, a Max Strong mm-hmm. uh, both Stathams. Um, yeah, I mean, just everyone loves to do it and and uh it's just God, especially these guys. I mean like McConaughey is just happy to be there. Um uh, he's you know he's kind of getting it back on track there. Yeah, the, him and him down. and guy Richie were like, you know what? Let's
1: let's fucking get let's back stop to making what we trash. Do.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um uh Hugh Grant just was my favorite yes! character. I mean, I'm so happy you he, said that. Yeah. He was well what funny about Hugh Grant is that he hates British tabloid media. And he is on like a rampage of like you know uh, lawsuits and defamation and ever since you know they caught him with that prostitute mm-hmm. uh, the black prostitute, I uh, he uh, yeah he's been on a mission to just take him down and 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 very recently as well uh, which I think is noble and pretty cool and what a great character for him to play like he's you know he, he's no longer the doughy. Uh, you know, because he he's back um, to um, acting. Um, uh, um, yes, I am. Oh gosh, terribly sorry. Yeah, the 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 Hugh Grant of Notting Hill days and uh, Three Wishes. Nine and, a funeral, and those are those are go- uh, about a boy. About a boy. Um, yeah. He's Love Actually. You know, he's he's done with that. I mean, he, he had that great. Uh, I'm gonna blank on the name, but uh, for Amazon Prime, I think it was that uh, the the mini series about that British Parliament guy who's secretly gay. Um. But
1: uh, yeah. we well, did Flores, Foster, Jenkins.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, he's been on a little bit of a run here, almost like a reconnaissance of his own. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but, yes. uh,
1: shifty, sneaky, s- slimy ass poly- uh, tabloid douche.
0: Yeah, and he really, just really is driving slime ball. Yeah, and
1: then and then he's you know he's also the the narration for the movie, and he's an unreliable narrator because you don't know what is actually <laughs> yeah. happening or whether it's part of his bullshit movie script that he's trying to hawk. Right, yeah. So it, 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 you're the, this... constantly
0: <laughs> I love that. Like anytime like uh in this jungle, the lion eats and he's like, well that didn't happen, you know, but you weren't even there, you fucking cunt. Um uh but anyway, oh yeah, okay. Well, I wasn't whatever. This is what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um I love that we the the whole time he's He's trying to sell his script to, to Mir, was it Miramax? Yeah, that was a cool uh,
1: little moment when he's setting the scene. He's like, play a game with me, and, and then Charlie Hunnam sits down, and he goes through the whole process of the the, the way the film is going to be shot, and, and, uh-huh. and yeah. as he's doing that. Smash the, cut. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. calling out the cuts and the wipes and... Uh, I just love his uh, his that that high pitched Cockney accent. Was just yeah, so he fun. put on a character voice for it, which was cool. Yeah. Wasn't it?
1: I've never really seen him go hard on character. I know he did a little bit in Cloud Atlas, but I, I only mm-hmm. made it twenty minutes into that movie. So,
0: no, yeah. Well, let's let's back up and kind of lead into here with like Guy Ritchie's yeah uh, canon. Okay, so all right. So you mentioned Sherlock Holmes, kind of the last one he did that was that was okay. I mean, I assume the, meant the, first, the first one. the first
1: one, not the Game of yeah. Shadows. Yeah, Game so of that Shadows was oh
0: nine. That was uh, ten years plus um since then yeah game of shadows we got uh what man from uncle boo king arthur
1: boo all your charlie hunnam stuff (laughs) aladdin not great
0: yeah um uh, revolver comes out in 05 that's with uh, jason statham but how, how many certified fresh movies do you think guy ritchie has put out you know what
1: looking at this list Certified Fresh, he's probably in the 30... He's under 50%. He's probably in the 35s.
0: He has one.
1: Jeez. It's
0: Lockstock it... and Two Smoking Barrels in 98, his first feature film. Not even Snatch? So the, the cutoff is, I believe, 75. And, and uh, Lock, Stock is at 75%, Certified Fresh. Um, snatch, which is my favorite, that came comes out two years later, 2000, 73. So, okay. I mean, f- the Fresh cool. rating is, like, what, 60 over? And then Certified is 75 and over. Okay. Um, So, yeah. So, Snatch, 73%. Rock and roll, 08. 60%. Uh,
1: Rock and Roller is kind of forgettable.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. So, this is my top five. My favorite is Snatch. Lockstock is right there. That kind of sets the genre, although some could say it's a total ripoff of Tarantino. Anyway. Uh, I've got Gentleman Slotted here at number three. Uh, which me is too. It, 70, 71, just just for reference. Rock and Roller, I you know, I like just because of Max Strong, really. His voice is so great in that. So a lot of people ask me, what's a Rock and Roller? Rock and, and, and Roller. A Rock and Roller wants a lot. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, right after that. I don't have a... Oh, it's 69. Nice. 69% for Sh- uh, Sherlock Holmes. Man from Uncle, 67 that I think that movie was good. It was just cast
1: poorly. You didn't like your boy Hanum.
0: Well, uh, not so much. Uh, Man from Uncle was. Um, oh, that was Superman. And yeah, um, and what's his name? Call me by your gay.
1: Yeah, call me by your gay. Uh, uh, Army Hammer.
0: Yeah, Army Hammer. Uh, just playing this like douchey Russian turd. Um, and then, like the most, the least interesting actor. Working today, he was like a movie star. Um, yeah, a and, and Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, yeah, Henry Cavill. Uh, uh, Yeah, man, so glad he didn't get Bond. It was between him and Daniel Craig. And God, anyway, but um, yeah, and then Rock and uh, Revolver with Jason Statham that was at fifteen percent. Swept away with his wife Madonna, five. Wow. So yeah, he, uh, he hasn't really. Yeah, and then the, the Charlie Hunnam's. I, I thought he directed Robin Hood with Taron Egerton, but he did not. But they're so similar. It's like, um, what the the, the, the King Arthur code. and the
1: Robin Hood movies. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're both very similar, right? It's it's like, uh, Guy Ritchie's style in a period piece. Um, but yeah, so so now so he's he doesn't have a great track record um, as far as critical acclaim, uh, especially not in the last couple of. Yeah, I guess decade. our affection
1: was pretty much built around Lockstock and Snatch. Snatch, which spe- is a movie spe- I watch all the time. Yeah, Snatch.
0: Yeah, yeah Snatch is awesome. I, I, I loved. I could rewatch that any day. That and like uh, and uh, in Bruges, I have a lot of fun with. Which leads me to Colin Farrell. I, I just I wish he had a bigger role. I think he's so perfect, and he's never been in one of these Guy Ritchie films. And uh, I th- I thought he was hilarious as well. I mean, he's just the, the all the parts, and everyone plays it so well, and they're happy to be there. That's
1: yeah, he's so been fun. growing on me a lot in this second stage of his career, Colin mm-hmm. Farrell. I just when he when he first came on the scene and I, I think the first time I saw him was phone booth but they, they were trying to make him a a, a big Hollywood star and and he's he was really... trying to be he,
0: they, they were trying to uh yeah plant him as like a heartthrob right well because he's in Daredevil he was in um uh God, what else did he do early on um Yeah, they were
1: were kind of trying to make him a a little bit like a Brad Pitt, I guess. Or, yeah, brooding, kind of sexy, uh, leading man. And he's really, over the last 10 years or so, become this, this fantastic character actor. And when he does do leading movies, there are these offbeat kind of lobster, you know, or, or just kind of interesting movies. And he's really gotten super creative in terms of the parts that he's taken, the, his approach to the roles, the, the, the filmmakers that he's working with. And I, I, I'm just getting really interested in, in just Colin Farrell's overall choices. And, and this is, is no lockstep with, with, with that notion, right? He's just, he's this fun guy. He kind of parachutes in, he's three or four scenes I loved his I'm not a gangster, the three strikes. Like, I'm only going to do three gangster, like, you know, because I want to be a good example for these kids. So if I'm constantly doing your gangster bidding, then it's not going to do anybody any good. And, um...
0: Yeah, he he said he, he only does uh I'm not a gangster, I just do gangster things. Yeah. Personally.
1: Yeah. So but it just yeah, what a fun scene. Like the whole audience today was just dying when he is is disciplining those kids in in uh-huh. the in the diner. Oh, yeah. Or just I love th- that he, the he, whole he, line he... with fuck, like the guy name the guy's name is Fuck.
0: Yeah, Fahok. Uh, this is Fahok, it's spelled like a band. Fuhuck. Like uh all right. All right. All right, Come to the down <laughs> um which is in the trailer yeah he uh do you like have you seen in bruges
1: yeah oh in bruges is great that was oh, the yeah, beginning was... of this this run that he's been doing
0: yeah because like he was in what the recruit alexander is what i was trying to think oh, oh wasn't Randy he in that, that
1: what was the 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 swat movie
0: oh yeah swat yeah they turned that into a uh into like a terrible tv show yeah so in bruges was his bounce back in 08 Horrible Bosses, 2011. He was uh, opposite Tom Cruise in Minority Port, which I don't remember. He's the detective Lesson that's two.
1: running him down. Is it? Man, I Basically just it. standard white guy, white cop yeah. guy stuff.
0: Yeah, man, Alexander. That was that pretty boy thing I was trying to think of. Um, but no, he, he's he's one of my favorites. I uh, He's so great. And th- this is such a great role for him, too. Um, I love that when, yeah, he's egging them on to, like, come at him as like a teachable moment because mm-hmm. also he's going to be able to disarm him but not only that he wants to hear what sort of um taunts and j- and mm-hmm. uh, and kind of like cockney slang uh you know uh j- jibes are going to be thrown at him which <laughs> come on yeah g- give it to me make it funny yeah <laughs> say it funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that was great oh, i love that i also love that mac honey McConaughey is a weed empire and there's lots of scenes with him just monologuing in front of large marijuana plants. And I'm sure he was just, mm-hmm. you're talking about people in their element having fun. I'm, I'm sure that was a, a set that McConaughey just loved to frolic around. Yeah, in. absolutely.
0: What's, um, I mean, Charlie Hunnam, what do you think about him? Kind just kind of meh, right? He's been, or... he's
1: been mad, but I did think when he shows up to the heroin den, he really commands the scene. And it was the first time I've ever seen him in something where I, where he wasn't just a, a blonde white guy, but he was yeah. owning a scene. And I, I think if if he ever ends up becoming an actor that I appreciate, that that's the scene where I was like, okay, this is where I started to buy in that he's got skill, because he really yeah. commands that scene, and uh, it, in just his his energy in the scene, and it's a quiet energy, uh, but just dominating it with with the energy and focus I, I was into sort that particular moment. And I thought he did well with, cause it's Hugh Grant's got all this kind of wacky, bizarre energy and he's kind of the still man in those scenes. But I think it plays really well that them together and he plays off of Colin Farrell really well. So I think he's the straight man on a lot of these scenes, but I, I did think that this was probably the best thing I've ever seen him in.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, he, he kind of, he's been in, He's had fits and starts, right? I mean, so I really liked him in um, uh, what was it? Green Street Hooligans. Uh, I like that a movie lot of too. Fun. Yeah, and I sometimes forget that was him. Uh, and he's also he had a small part in uh, Children of Men, uh, which I'm always surprised when I see it. I'm like, oh my God, he was in that. Uh, and then obviously Sons of Anarchy. I never watched that show. Him, yeah, neither did I. And I, I'm curious to see if he was any good in it. He must have been. I mean, he ran for enough. Yeah. But then, you know, he's got like... Uh, I mean, the Pacific Rims, Lost City of Z, where he's like he's the starring. He just he's always playing at a leading man, and I don't think he he doesn't have it. He doesn't have enough command. uh uh pe- Papillon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, opposite your boy, King Arthur, just kind of a dud of a movie. Triple Frontier, he kind of took a back seat, and I think it's better for him that way, because I think that movie was kind of okay, because you got Ben Affleck uh, out in front, yeah. and he. Um, same with this. If he, if, he, if it's if it's he has a less of a chunk to bite off, I think he he commands more as like the, the, uh, the guy behind the guy, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And that's, this is good. He's, he's second string in this. I mean, in depending on screen time, you might even say he's third after Hugh Grant, but it's, Again, it just asks him for a couple times, but you could you you buy him as the commander and or, or the right hand man of McConaughey, and that he commands this group, and that he he's wise enough to do it, he's got enough skill to do it. I I, I bought into to him in, in that role. I I thought he had a lot of fun with it too. So I mean I, I was with him in this and this movie. Yeah, me too. This movie I was definitely, you know me. I'm a, I love to to solve the problems in the movie. And wow. I, there were so many scenarios and so many moving pieces that you really had to focus. Like, this is not a movie you can watch at home and you're also jamming on your phone and internet dating or whatever the hell you do at home. Like, it's, you got to be in the scenes because it's going to take a, a left turn and then a right turn and then two more lefts. You know, it's just they're, they're, yeah, yeah. something's always happening. And so you, you've got to be bought into the story in order to kind of feel the, feel the thrill of it.
0: Oh, of course, smash cut, flashback, back to reality. Oh, no, wait, that was an uh, unreliable narrator. This is what really happened. Uh, you, you know, you got you to keep up with the heroes and zeros. And also, yeah. plus, you might miss a good uh, a good one line. Like, there was something where it's like, uh, they're talking about how they what they bench-pressed um, three three racks or something like that. Oh, He's yeah. Like, oh, you could... No, I, I got three wheels three on each wheels bar. Three wheels on each oh, bar, you, yeah. You couldn't lift a wheel of cheese, you cunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lots of cunt. The word cunt... Always a staple in a good Guy Ritchie movie.
0: Oh yeah, of course. I mean that's just people, just people that aren't in the know. Uh, it you know London especially. That's you know in where we say fuck a whole lot. It's definitely cunt. Ah, yeah, cunt ah, cunt. You cunt. You're ah, fucking ah black cunt. I love, I uh, love the black cunt. Oh the black yeah, cunt is like, such a good bit. Where it's like, well, I mean, you kind of all. You know, I mean, it's not. You're saying it
1: as a term of endearment.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know how he how he says it specifically, but well, he's saying yeah, exactly. those are both facts. You are black, and you are currently acting like a cunt. He's not saying yeah. that all black people are cunts. That would be racist, <laughs> technically, because he knows you so well.
0: Yeah, this yeah, it's
1: actually a gesture. Oh uh, man, I actually
0: kind of love the. I actually love kind of like the the plot of the. You know, the whole scheme where it's like he's been making money selling pot to these lords and ladies because they have these massive estates to run and it's expensive. And then so they're they actually don't have any money. So they have to. Well, because they know, have to get are,
1: half their inheritance when they get the inheritance in the house. They have to give half to the government so They can't afford the yeah. house.
0: So they're constantly getting halved. So as it comes down and down and down. Uh, you know, it's, you know, Downton Abbey uh, uh, touches on that, where it's like, how are we going to keep running this massive house? We can't pay these servants next to nothing anymore. We have to give them a livable wage, and it takes a lot of people to run this place. Um, so
1: I've then he that leverages way. that for their property to build mm-hmm. underground weed. And then they're also playing with the legalization of weed and how being a being a professional botanist and 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 really the demand is going to spike even higher it actually is going to make an operation like this even more in demand your your Mm -hmm. profits are likely going to quadruple so it's he's trying to he's trying to get out of the business so he can retire yeah it is it is good and then and then of course you've got the other shady business guy who's trying to drive down the value of the business so he's, mm-hmm. so he's that whole first domino piece. That's, that's such a great scene when McConaughey is walking through that facility and he's laying out kind of the, I gotcha and the pound of flesh. I thought that was a fucking badass scene. There's a lot of badass was, McConaughey scenes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He gets, he gets to be pretty badass almost throughout. And then Michelle Dockery talking about Downton Abbey. I thought she was great too. The, uh, the Cockney I- ice queen. Yeah. She Had was a lot hot. Of great Cockney characters. Yeah. yeah. She played she great. Was,
1: she was good. She was fun. Um, uh, I, I, un- I've never un- seen a single minute eight. of Downton Abbey, so... Yeah. She's on that show,
0: obviously. She, yeah, she plays Lady Mary, um, the, uh, the heir to the, the estate, um, kind of the, yeah. uh, the, 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 eldest daughter who kind of, everything kind of... Fucking
1: out, cool scene around. with the paperweight. You knew that paperweight was coming back. The old, the old adage, uh, the Chekhov adage, if, if you see a gun in, in the scene, it better go off by the end of the scene. And they're trading that's around right. this little gun, and you're like, okay, well, I thought he was going to use it, but... Uh really really funny those little bullet holes that just pierce the just a tiny little And
0: the, and the guy and the guy's like standing there like what just happened? I, yeah that, it doesn't it doesn't do enough right?
1: damage to like instantly kill you. You it's gonna yeah. like slowly kill your brain. Uh, it was... and then
0: the next guy like, oh I fucking dare you. And then he just keeps boof. Um he's like, God I love you, sweetie. Yeah, of course you did.
1: There was almost uh, some some South Park esque uh making fun of the Asian accent. <laughs> Yeah, look, <laughs> like, I can't remember what words they kept kept saying, but they were like,
0: uh, with old dry eyes. Yeah, or whatever it was yeah, right.
1: It? Ryan? Did... You, you Ryan in the jungle? I can't remember. They, how
0: say. they didn't. They didn't go full, Trey uh, Parker on it though. No. Right? I'm Sharon Rhine. Sharon I'm Sharon. Oh, welcome to she Walk. Take of me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they uh they they had a little bit of a fun with it i guess but um yeah man fun fun story and, and just when you think you figured it out and you're in the falling action there's one more twist there and
0: um yeah it really has a great pace it's, it keeps you moving it's uh, it's always on to the next thing uh, but it's always kind of brought back into that the framing device of the the you know play a game with me raymond over the the bottle of scotch and he's like Oh, he's opening another bottle. It's really heating up now. Yeah, yeah. Of that.
1: So really fun man. Lots of and it, and this that's that's the staple of the guy Richie that everyone's been wanting Basically, since the late two thousands, right? You want he hasn't great made energy. a movie
0: like that in twenty years. Come on,
1: man! And that's your—that's what you're good at. And I get it. Yeah. That you wanna you wanna be artistically expressive, and you want to try new things. And I don't think everyone should just play their hits all the time. But at the same no, time, sure. it's like, all right, maybe every ten years, play your hits. And then I, I just, but it was this was really a lot of fun. Um, and just, again, great energy, great characters, quotable dialogue. Like that's mm. what, that's what we're here for. And oh, absolutely I'm, d- I'm definitely,
0: I mean, what a great, give it a stream, but I'll, I, like, I can't wait to go back to see it just to like, uh, really like remember some of the, the great lines. Oh I've yeah. I'm there.
1: sure I'll find, and it's, it again, it's, it's one of those type of plots where, where the web spun to where you're going to find some new everything every time you go back, I bet. Like it's going to be a great yeah. rewatch.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, And his movies usually are, or the good ones. The three good ones uh, usually are. Um, I've seen Rock and Roller a few times. I actually don't mind that one.
1: Man, I remember the first time in Lockstock when that guy's trying to get out of the door. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Uh, Oh, no, that's in Snatch.
1: Oh, it's in Snatch? He thinks he's locked in?
0: uh, To to the bookies, Yeah. Yeah, and then he's kind of
1: like of banging on the door, right. and he's freaking out. And then this—it's a push, not a pull.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or it's a pull, not a push. Yeah, that's the, right. someone just walks in. The, like the the three black guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in Snatch. Uh, like, Who is this man, Tyrone? It's a man with three legs carrying a briefcase. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Also, um, just
1: also the also the just the the fighting dudes were just cool in this movie. Like the the jumpsuit. Oh game. yeah, they were the, just uh, the YouTubers.
0: The, they were cool. The the Drum and Bass YouTubers, the the Trained Assassin, yeah, uh Yeah, what were they called? Uh, the Toddlers or something? I can't oh, remember. Oh, the Toddlers. Yeah. That that little the music video they filmed. Yeah, just their whole
1: thing was walking around and beating people's ass and then making <laughs> rap music videos to it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's great. Awesome.
0: Uh cool. Well, I mean any any final thoughts? I think we pretty much covered it.
1: No man, keep doing these. Uh, I just think I think people. I I don't know why I'm going to this thought right now at the end of the podcast, but I think people are all set with the live action Disney remakes in general. But hopefully, guy has made enough money through either the Sherlock series or some of this Disney stuff to where he can kind of do
0: do more things that are in his wheelhouse because yeah, yeah, it's a great the, wheelhouse. I mean you know do more for you you know it's like one for them or three for them one for me um do you even see aladdin is, is there yeah, any there's stamp? A, there's of a Ga- podcast on it with me and barry on this oh that's you know. right is there is there a stamp of guy Ritchie in that movie at all Can no you find no any? not really yeah that's i was so, so what a bizarre choice to to run that that film as far as the live actions go, I mean, they're going to keep turning them out. I mean, we've got Milan coming, which actually, actually looks okay. Yeah,
1: as I say that, that's probably the one that's going to be the best one. So what the hell do I know? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Um, well, I haven't seen any of them except... I mean, I saw Cinderella and then Beauty and the Beast, and I was like, I'm all set on these. But uh, I guess Lion King, I should probably go back, go, go give it a yeah. watch.
1: Well, outside of the um, the Oscars coming up here, there's it's we're hitting February, and it's going to be a pretty dry spell here based on the trailers that i was seeing a lot of shitty horror movies
0: like yeah, they keep god, making remakes ass. of the
1: annabelle stuff like they're doing stuff yeah. like that uh camille has a movie coming out where he him and his girlfriend accidentally run over somebody or uh not not a lot not a lot happening
0: god how many times do i have to see that uh what's her name uh, the the movie with like the invisible oh. man Oh yeah. Back to yeah. Haunt.
1: God, Elizabeth uh so Lizeth Moss. Oh Liz Moss, yeah, uh, Elizabeth <laughs> Olson is the Olsen twin girl. There was there yeah. was actually the in this trailer I saw there was a it, it looks like a really interesting movie from Alexander Payne with Will Ferrell and Julie Larie Dreyfus. Did you see that trailer? Oh,
0: no, I, I don't think I have. Um, that sounds interesting. And
1: it's it's about uh it's they're on this ski vacation in sweden the trailer shows and they do these um kind of like simulated uh, avalanches to kind of like shape the mountain sometimes and he's not aware of that but they're like out to dinner and they kind of like break off some of this and it looks like an avalanche is coming and will Farrell like gets up and runs away and Julia dreyfus like, obviously nothing happens because it was controlled, and Julia dreyfus is like, you grabbed your cell phone and ran away from your family when this was going down. It actually looks... Oh, no
0: way, what? The, that's a remake of, a, of, like, a Swedish film. Oh, um, so maybe that, it is. That was...
1: Okay, so... That's, that's it's a remake. That's funny.
0: Yeah, their original was great. I think I think it was called Avalanche.
1: Oh, I got to like. yeah, I got to check that out, uh the original, but this this looks really good. It it looks like, yeah, you know, obviously Julie R- Louis Dreyfus and Will Ferrell are are great comedians, but they um it, it it looks like it has a lot of real shit going on in it, I guess.
0: That's so that's I mean, I I'll see it, but it's like that's just one of those ones where you don't need to remake it. I I guess so people see this it, it's just so funny cuz Yeah, this guy is like, he kind of chickens out and he runs away. It's almost like George and Seinfeld, where there's that fire and he knocks over the women and children to to get out out of the apartment. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, this is so, and then the the entire rest of the trip, like he's trying to like drop it. Like, okay, yeah, it was just, but the everyone's like, no, I mean that was really cowardly. I mean that. Yeah, that's what this movie's about. Yeah, yeah, they just—it's called downhill.
1: It's called downhill. Okay. Yeah. It looks good. I don't know. I mean, it, obviously it's a remake, but
0: I think it looks good. But anyway, yeah, well, um definitely give that a give that a watch. If I were to give it like a I mean 71% Rotten Tomatoes, I I I'd bump it up to more like in the 80 territory, I think. I think it's, it's
1: actually good. not Alexander Payne that's the director now that I'm looking at it, but it's made by the same people who produced The Descendants and stuff. So that's why I got confused cuz it was like from the creators of The Descendants, but it's it there's there's two different directors on it, but um yeah I, that that's one that's coming out soon that i'm interested to see
0: well i mean anyways. i'm kind of like oscars um although there's nothing really left for me to watch of, of the stuff that's up for nominations no but, i just uh,
1: basically have to do documentaries now and, and then i'm done
0: yeah i mean i guess judy I'll, i I might go see i don't know some, someone was talking my head off about midsommar the other day and i was I. I oh yeah i saw midsommar that's i haven't se- i haven't seen that or hereditary um Oh, you should see both. Uh, they look, Ari Aster. They look too scary. <laughs> um, uh, but Do my, your research, shutting? But my... <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I, I'm just... I'm already looking towards April. April 8th, No Time to Die. And then in June, we got... That top looks so good. Maverick. Yeah. So, April... Uh, no Time to Die looks fucking awesome. The trailer looks great. I mean... So God. good. Uh really hyped for that my, my plan is to uh, rent a tux and try to go opening weekend to Browman's uh, Pr- <laughs> chinese theater uh,
1: what, what is up with us dressing up like idiots in our 30s because i just went to see mean girls the musical in chicago oh, really? and i dressed up yeah i dressed up like um like damien like i had a blue hooded sweatshirt on and, and aviators that's great
0: just yeah, why fun. not? Fuck it. I mean, I, I I went on a hunting trip and I dressed in the most ridiculous outfits. Yeah, you look like an <laughs> asshole,
1: but whatever. You, you you're an English turd. You like to dress up like an English turd.
0: No, I, I was going for uh, I was going for the there will be blood uh, quail hunting outfit. Is my sonny? Sure, we're, we're hunting quail. <laughs> I could just as uh, easily hunt quail in another farm. <laughs> uh. Anyway, all right. Let's cut it there, man. Um. Good talking to you. Uh, glad you enjoyed good talking the movie. To you. Um. I, uh, yeah, I can't wait to go see it again. Actually, wait, 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 all right, wait. man.
1: Well, I'll play you out with some Celtic music, Ooh. just some Guy Ritchie kind of Celtic themey type of music. Great, Ooh, wait,
0: maybe a little uh, Dropkick Murphys. Uh, I know, whatever, I
1: whatever. I some. All right. Well, uh, thanks for for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Like and subscribe. Bye. bye. Like and subscribe. Bye. Subscribe and like. Bye.